Welcome to Conversations Beyond the Veil. I'm your host, Sayo Nickerson. We hope that you will join Brandon, Victoria, and I as we aim to make sense of the past, age-old mysteries, and historical figures through mediumship, where we chat with beings or spirits on the other side who have a story to tell. If you are curious about history and our world and always wish that you could talk to someone from the past, then this podcast is probably going to be quite interesting for you. Prepare to be fascinated and intrigued. We certainly are. We never know where it's going to go, and we hope that you will come along for the ride. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. And as usual, we will let Victoria guide us as to who we are going to speak to this week, and I'll let her start off by telling us how it came about. Okay. Well... I felt an urge to talk to Princess Diana, mainly because I've been watching Harry and Meghan on Netflix, but it was literally one minute in, and I think they must have mentioned her name or something, but I suddenly felt this, like, I just kind of felt her, and I felt this sadness overwhelm me, and a tingling sensation. I thought, yes, okay, there's something, I can feel that she has something to say about this topic, which no doubt she does as her child. And even before watching a bit of this, I had the feeling that I wanted to talk to her at some point. I guess this year was like the Queen's death. And was it this year that Meghan and Harry left the royal family? Beginning of this year? Probably. I don't know, time flies. It could have been know. last year. Yeah, yeah. I was it was last year. Recent, and I've been watching The Crown, <laughs> and now Meghan and Harry, so they're a theme. I just want to see what she has to say. Yeah. Has to say about everything that's unfolding. Uh, yes, and I'm aware that spirit will say what they want to say, and I'm, I've set the intention that it's she can share her story. Obviously, I'd like to hear her opinion on this because it is relevant right now. But as we know with previous episodes, it's whatever comes through. And also, I mean, there's so much mystery around her death and her relationship with members of the royal family. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. Let's do. It. Okay. I immediately feel the sweetest mothering energy. Like, imagine a mother just stroking her child on the head. Like, there is just so much love from her. And that's what I felt when I was watching the show, was just this overwhelming amount of love come through me for Harry, and no doubt the rest of her family too, but it felt like it was at him at this point. Sometimes I wondered how she would come through, because if you watch videos of her talking, like interviews and things, there's almost something about her that like doesn't feel real in a way. What she, do you mean? She just, to me, seems so like almost too sweet and angelic. And mm-hmm. I wondered if that would be like a front or something, but I don't but think did it came, is. But she did come through sweet and angelic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say angelic at this point, but just sweet and, and mothering and nurturing. I just feel really happy to talk to her. I'm really excited about this. Right, what would you like to share with us? feel like she is a woman who would have so many opinions on situations like she feels very well rounded and she actually reminds me of Megan in a way and I think that's probably why Harry's attracted to her mm. because she feels like someone who would fight for a cause a woman who would lead she probably wasn't allowed to and I feel like that may come up a bit later more on that but there's a sense that she because I'm hearing her say like the world and I feel like she really, she cares about the entire world and a lot of issues going on, um, not just within the family, but she's she's very aware of 
injustice, such things, just things like that. Very well-rounded person. I feel like just go ahead and ask some questions. What does she feel or say about Harry and Meghan leaving the, the royal family? I actually feel that she's really proud. I see her putting her hand on her chest and just like her eyes are closed and she's taking a deep breath. Almost like she doesn't have words. She feels actually a bit speechless. But there's just recognition there for how hard that must have been for them. But there's a sense that she feels like he really made the right decision. And she's really proud of him for that. Wow. I guess I would like to know where does this whole compassion for the world and the underdogs and the looked over people, where does that come from? It feels like there will be someone in her family. I don't know much about her family. But it feels like there's someone, is it a man or a woman? I'd be interested to look into her family tree. I feel like there's a woman, perhaps a grandmother or someone who's, I want to say two generations above. So not her mother or aunt's generation, but the one above. Doesn't mean it is grandmother, but someone on that line feels like they would have, it's almost I can see someone whispering in her ear. Someone raised her in such a way for her to care about these things and to open her eyes and see outside of the life she grew up in. And it's not her mother and father's generation. I'm not saying that they wouldn't have had an influence at all, but the sense I'm getting is there's someone older than that. And did her soul come in with that type of mission to help the world? Yeah, she feels like such a ray of light and she was born that way. I mean, we all are rays of light when we're born, I'm sure. But there's something about her that's really, it's a penetrating kind of light. And it's the kind of light that would piss people off. So my near-death experience friend, who I always talk about, she was told that she's an avatar. She was somebody to come in to raise the consciousness of humanity. And what those people do is they're considered system busters. They break apart the system to bring in a new type of paradigm or at least raise the light so people can see a different different way, a different way of thinking. So that mm. kind of resonates with me too. Mm. Yeah, if she, if she knew she was going to be born into that and marry the royal family, then I sense that she had a mission. And there was, I feel like with her and Charles, there was a lot of controversy in certain ways, you know, like getting divorced and having new partners. And they were of an era where everything was more televised mm-hmm. and the media and taking pictures. So they were a real new generation. It almost started with her, this Milan paparazzi thing, mm-hmm. didn't it? I don't know, maybe it's the Beatles, but I don't know if they were followed everywhere they went the way she was. Yeah, I kind of want to ask her about that, actually. Sorry, if you could tell me a bit about your experience with the media and paparazzi. I feel a sense of frustration and like I'm gritting my teeth. And it's so annoying to have to act in a certain way because anything you do will be criticised. Be front page news. Yeah. The level of patience I'm feeling is like another deep breath, like just holding it together no matter what's going on around me. It's like you have to act all the time. So that's what I'm hearing. It's like it's a a big show. I bet it was. That that type of popularity and like celebrity-ness is almost impossible to live. Mm Mm-hmm. I think we were discussing earlier how, was it Meghan Markle who was saying that everything that you do is criticized. Mm -hmm. Everything that you don't do is criticized. You don't speak, it's criticized. You speak, it's criticized. Mm -hmm. It's such Mm -hmm. an unbearable life. 
I don't know why anybody would want to live that. And this feels like an entirely new, like there's a whole other level to it. So I'm seeing regular celebrities, so like um, singers, actors. It's almost like they kind of can get away with doing silly things. You know, they get filmed punching someone in the paparazzi and, and they still retain mm-hmm. their fame and it, it kind of just goes away. But there's something about the royal family that is even more contrived and controlled and it's it's coming from within it's not just coming from the outside of who you should be to the media and and the rest of the world and your fans it's like this built-in system within you that makes you be that way it's like a responsibility yeah it's a whole other layer that nobody else has to deal with and that's why it's like you're not just attacked from the outside, you're attacked from the inside. And there's this sense of, I'm feeling from her like being frozen and having to almost like shut down who you are to fit into a system. And she's so uncomfortable being in this. And I feel like she did little things to try and stay as much herself, her authentic self as possible. But it's like, there's only so far you can go. It's almost like I'm seeing her in a box and it, the edges are only so far out, and you, there's only so far you can push them. Before she became the princess, mm-hmm. what was she wanting to be as she was growing up? I'm immediately seeing horses. Does anyone know if she was interested in? I think so. I mean, I think all of them. I don't okay. know specifically. She was a kindergarten teacher. Mm, that fits. That, totally, that right? feels like her. Yeah, looking after. Yeah. That just feels so sweet. And so was her private life, was who she was in private very different from what the world understands her to be now? Like this pretty demure, shy, yet strong woman. But I get the sense that she was like, you know, loved being silly and like dancing around to 80s music or... I was just seeing her laughing and I got the sense that she wasn't allowed to be that person on screen or in front of a camera in public and she doesn't like that that joy and happiness kind of so funny how they would want whoever is controlling this inner circle would want to dim the light of anybody it's kind of like we need to be proper we need to be serious yeah it's kind of the opposite it's the opposite of how the world shines Mm -hmm. it makes no sense to me well we, we touched a bit on it with the king charles and, and just the institution, how it's mm-hmm. the institution that stifles people. And who knows where that came from? I mean, it's just something, it's just like ideology or something that's been passed down for generations about how it's supposed to be. And everybody has to conform to it, but nobody's really guiding it specifically. It's like, you know, we're saying the queen herself's a victim of that, you know, like they all try to rebel a little bit when they're younger. And then it's like, no, you got it. They accept it eventually. And then once they accept it, then they want to impose it on everybody else you, in the family. It's how you control. It's how yeah. you control how you want a narrative, a, a way to move through life, or how you want mm. perception to be perceived. I want to know if when, if she was really like head over heels in love with Charles. <laughs> <laughs> my face says no. Um, Ever. What is, <laughs> what just is, be my opinion. What does she think? There's a sense that She's acknowledging that she was very young when she met him and married, and it wasn't that there wasn't love there, but it feels like as she grew and became more herself, she grew out of that. 
Um, Did you say there was love there? Or there yes, was, oh. yes. I, I don't doubt that there was love. It doesn't feel like, I want to say, Elvis and his love's love. Is it more like a poster boy crush? That he's like the Prince of England? And no. It's more as a, she liked him as a person, more than the idea of him. What is it? There's something about being swept up. I don't get the sense, oh, poster boy, Prince of England, one day going to be the king and I'll be queen. I don't feel that from her. It's more, I'm young and my parents probably say this is a good idea. And, and it's like, oh, we're being, people like it. So now we're pushed together even more. And next thing you know, we're married and we have two kids um, before she can even really become herself. So in a way it feels out of her control, but it also feels like it was probably destined mm -hmm. that it would happen anyway. But I don't sense it's like my great love, a soulmate kind of vibe. Hmm. Did she ever meet her great love, her soulmate? Whoa. I just got the feeling that one of her soulmates is Harry. Oh. Child. Yeah. And I was reading about that today, how sometimes our soulmates are. Yeah, yeah. It's great to have a child as your yeah. soulmate. Amazing. Yeah. There's a real sense of protection from her to him. Because something about William feels more aligned to Charles, and maybe that's just the paths they've taken. No doubt she loves William just as much as she loves Harry, but there's something, a real tether between Harry and Diana, and it feels like he's continuing her work. Oh, that's cool. On Earth in the 3D reality of departing yeah. from the family, and on a soul level. How about out of the different people that she was romantically entangled with throughout her life? who was the one that she was closest with or who mm. was closest to being a love or a true love partner? My instinct is that she wasn't actually here for that in this life. So I'll, I'll tap in in a minute to who that may have been and who she would have shared love with, but I just feel to acknowledge that that wasn't the main part of her mission. And so she's not that bothered that she didn't get a grand love or a you know, long love story in this life. It's like she knew she was here to do this. And there was love. There was so much love with family and her children and even with Charles. But it was never really about her. This life wasn't about her as an individual. But who, okay, out of all your partners, who was, you say, the one you loved the most or the greatest love? Who was it? It was like there's someone who could have been a friend for a long time and then became romantic. It just feels like there's someone very trusted there and helped her through a lot and never saw her as anyone but her authentic self and the person that she really, truly was. Even when everyone else was saying loads of shit or there were stories being posted about her, it's like there's someone that knew her and just loved her. Whereas when I tune into like Charles, he's so swept up in the institution of the monarchy that that got in the way of seeing her. Do you ever hear names? Like, would you say, oh, that was David, or something like that? Mm, I don't really feel like it's necessary. If I was doing, like, a personal private reading for someone, I would. Mm. But I don't know. There's something about this in wanting to, like, maintain someone's privacy as well. Mm. I could see that. Because people are still alive. She would have been 61 right now, mm. which is interesting. Still pretty young. Yeah. What was her relationship like with the Queen? Okay. Okay, I'm going to describe what I'm seeing and see if we can unpack it. I don't really like it. It's like Diana's there, then the queen comes in, and it's almost like the queen brings this cloud 
that almost suffocates. It doesn't feel like a nice energy. I'm not saying she's evil or a lizard person. Who knows? <laughs> but there's this feeling that it kind of just encompasses the room and stifles the energy in the room. And what does that do to Diana? Well, it's there to dim her light because she's normally the bright light so then this dark cloud comes in and blocks her. A lot of these dynamics and, and energy exchanges it feel like they're just on an energetic level. Probably within a lot of the royal family. It's like, oh, no, they're lovely, I like them. But the energy is speaking a whole other story. Mm. So perhaps the queen was polite and just lovely to her. But energetically, there's like this knowing that you're a danger mm. to my family and the institution that I'm the head of. Do you think the energy from the queen is more of like trying to seeing Diana as a danger or is it more seeing her as a rival for attention or something? There's a sense that Diana, something about her that's new and it is challenging the Queen's view of how things were. It feels like things shifted really quickly from being very traditional and I think the Queen's coronation was televised, right? Mm -hmm. So that was huge for her, but it's things shifted very quickly media-wise in Britain and the leap from generation to generation, there doesn't feel like there's much of a closeness, if that makes sense, in their ways. Mm -hmm. So it feels like it was challenging for the, for the Queen to be like, oh, who's this? People dress more glamorously and the lack of understanding from her. So I feel like some of it would have been very unconscious. And now I'm thinking of, I know this is the crown, but where the Queen feels insecure because, is it Jackie O says she's like, whatever she is, frumpy. boring and frumpy. and So perhaps she already had a perception of herself that she's not good enough. And then someone else, another younger woman's coming in and the whole world is looking at Diana. Just how now they're looking at Meghan and were when she first dated Harry. So I feel like there is a discomfort, but it probably, like I said, was on an energetic level more than it was on a personal level. Um, but then I'm also seeing there's aides and people around the Queen who do the work for her and they feel so connected energetically to the Queen that they would have felt what she was feeling and taken action accordingly. Meaning? Probably oh, tell Diana not to wear that or not to do this and she needs to be more like this because they feel so loyal and connected to the Queen that their duty is to protect her on all levels, even her ego. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, suddenly. I haven't heard much about who the Queen's aides were, but I know that Diana's grandmother and maybe both her grandmothers were handmaidens or like aides to the Queen Mother. Mm. So they were in the that Queen role Mother? themselves. Who's that? The Queen Mother. Queen Elizabeth's mother. Oh, yeah. the Queen's mother. Okay. Yeah. She died in like 2002. Mm hmm. You know, there's always Queen Elizabeth with this cute little grandma beside her. Mm -hmm. That was her mother. It's her mom. Okay. Yeah, and she used to be the queen when Elizabeth's father was king. Okay. But the father was the king. She was just married to the okay. king, called queen. I see. Yeah, because I think that's a really interesting relationship. You know that movie, what's it, one with Helen Mirren, where she plays the queen? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen like, it. It's just about the time when Diana dies and her response to it, because she was silent for a long time, and... It's kind of, yeah, unpacking that a little bit as to, like, what her reasons were. Like, were they 
you know, it's a lot to manage to figure out like how, how do I come out and speak about this woman who has now just died in a tragic way, who disrupted our institution and our family. Uh, that was a really interesting movie. I don't remember it super well, but I just think that that relationship was probably quite complicated and nuanced at the same time, you know? I just think definitely because I'm seeing that it's not just a family. Even with how she feels about her children, it's like, what's going to win here, love or ego? Because if you really love them, it's like, oh, Charles doesn't want to go to this school. He wants to be here and he wants to do this. Oh, well, I love you, but it doesn't matter because the institution is more important than what my child wants. And I feel like within the family, that clouds everything. So it's like they can't just be a family. Everything has an undertone of what is right. Are they doing for what is right for England or just their parents? I'd say what they believe is right for England. What they were taught was right. Such a weird thing, isn't it? It's just the whole monarchy. It's so weird. It's so strange. <laughs> Being English, I, I just never questioned this growing up. But now seeing everything shifting and changing and just opening my eyes, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Can you ask Princess Diana if the way that the monarchy holds themselves in, in public, if that is good for England? There's a sense that, like with the government and the royal family, they are the head of the country, therefore they're leading people, and if they're a mess, then they, they need to hold things together so everyone else feels safe. Yet, there's an inauthenticity that I feel she doesn't like. It's like, but none of you are being real. It's like, are your tears even real? You know, you, you go to a tragic, the site of a tragic event or something and they're made to cry or just look really stoic. But it's just this sense that she's like, she wants to shake them. It's like, none of you are being real. If, she, if they appear real, if they, if they become real, is that more beneficial for England? I would believe so, yes. There's this rigidity in the energy that feels suffocating of the royal family. And it's like, you just, you, they could snap. The energy of it could snap. And they need, it's like they need to thaw out almost and become more, the energy needs to become more fluid. They need to be able to move around. And that's within their emotions mainly. It's a, <clears throat> very interesting because on the one hand, it's like, I think a lot of people want them to be real. And it's like, we want to see who you really are. And that's why they chase them and try to get pictures of them in the bathtub. But then if they are real, then they're criticized. And it's not just by the royal family. It's by all the people mm. all over the world being like, oh, what's she doing? Like being in a bathing suit and mm -hmm. where people can take pictures. And, you know, it's, it's interesting, right? It's like they're expected to be a certain way, but that they don't want them to be that way. And it would be impossible to it figure would. out, what, what am I supposed to be doing here? And to like, the point where the I purpose? don't even think they know who they are. Yeah. I don't think they know who the real versions of themselves are. Especially um, the ones who grew up royal. Like, not, I'm thinking Charles. Yeah. He probably has no idea. He's like, I think I they're like just, gardening, but I don't really know. They allow to garden. Someone else would do it for them, surely. Yeah, they probably don't He's all into, like, growing stuff, apparently. Uh, He's got some little commune farm that's, like, some eco-friendly... Uh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, it's like, <laughs> they probably have a list of things they can choose from that yeah. they're allowed to be into. It's like the queen. She liked her horses. She liked being in Scotland. Little corgis. And her corgis. And what else? Like, beyond that, did we know about her that 
she was even allowed to do. Like, I think that's it. <laughs> Signs things. Waves. What's a good question for us to ask now? Um, Princess Diana, does, does she... Is that what she says? Is that how it is? Is they're given certain amount of things that they can do? She's bringing me back to that box imagery that I saw. And it's like, there's only so far you can move. So it feels like that box has grown a bit to fit the growing narrative and the shifting narrative of the family and the world. Like, you know, you're now allowed to get divorced. Or Harry was allowed to marry someone who'd already been married, whereas... The Queen's sister Margaret couldn't marry someone who'd already been married. And and that's why the King abdicated. Exactly, because he wanted to marry an American. So things have shifted. Um, so that box has almost grown, but still, there's... Still a box. Yeah, you're still in a box. Yeah. More so than anybody else in the world. What does she have to say about Meghan Markle? I feel like she really wishes she could have met her. There's also this slight sense of worry, only because she knows what she went through. Although it does feel like Megan's made it out and they're on the other side now. Um, Is she worried about her life? No. I feel like she knew it wouldn't come to that. It's almost like Diana was the example of mm. what happens. What happens if you stay in the country? No. Um, with the paparazzi and the media. Like the self-destruction, sort of? Yeah. Just uh, the swarming of people. Does she self-destruct? Who, Diana? Yeah. No. Don't feel that. What do you mean by self-destruction? Um, well, I think just the driven, like, you know, I, I think Diana was driven to bulimia and she was quite depressed and just because of these circumstances. And I think Meghan Markle, I saw her speaking about how she was saying to Harry, like when she was pregnant, it's like, you don't leave me alone. I can't mm -hmm. be left alone right now. Like she was borderline suicidal mm -hmm. because of all the pressure, same thing. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's sort of a self destruction or not self-destruction, but just letting those outside circumstances get the better of you. Yeah. And I, and actually, I think they're quite similar in that way. They're, they're sensitive maybe, mm -hmm. or. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, you know, we've done the Marilyn episode and it really feels chaotic. It, I don't feel that energy from them. Um, and you're asking like if Diana worried for Megan's life, not in the sense that some like she'd be run off the road and killed, but there definitely was concern for she's going through the same thing that I went through, but now she's she's sure that like they've made it through the the hard Yeah, I mean it's always going to be hard. They're always going to be in the light now, even if they got divorced. She'd always be Megan, the royal family. Yeah. And so what does Diana feel like her purpose in this lifetime was, more specifically? She really tried to, like I was saying, that stiff, stifled energy of the royal family. It's like she, like shaking a snow globe or something or a jar with something and trying to mix things up and loosen um, some of that stuck energy. But there's only so much she could do. She was never going to take down the monarchy. Like that was never her purpose. Um, I think it was just to get things moving and probably the same with Harry. And what does she feel the purpose of her death the way it happened was? So I'm just getting this feeling of like the world stopping. Like the world literally pauses. It's horrible. It's really sad. Shock. What is that shock though? I have to say there is something that doesn't feel right about it. Tell us more. It's like <laughs> the world goes into shock because everyone loves Diana and she's dead. And everyone's so consumed by the fact that she's gone 
that they're not looking at everything behind that. It's like, oh, the media's probably like, let's just focus on um, the fact that she's dead and the world's mourning the loss of her. They're distracted. There's a distraction in that. Instead of focusing on what? How and why it happened. It's like I'm seeing this thick wall and that's all that the, the population of the world can see. They're just looking at the wall which says she's dead. But on the other side of that wall, there's like so much space to be explored is what I'm seeing. It looks horrible. It's like where secrets are kept, where the truth is. The people are only ever shown the wall with her death on it. So tell us what's going on in the big space. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, let's see what she wants to share. Is there anything you want to share about your death? It's interesting. I can kind of just see her praying, but even like with, like kneeling on the floor praying, forehead to the floor. I don't know if this is now and she doesn't want to go there, but there's this feeling that she wants to like block out the noise. I'm wondering if she had suspicions that something would happen to her or that there was, um, that there were people conspiring to get rid of her, but she didn't ever really want to listen to that. Um, and now I'm feeling more of what you were saying about her being depressed and bulimic. There's this sense that everything's too much and I like don't want to hear anymore. So I just block out. But I feel like she knows there's a feeling that it could get really bad and something could happen. Why? I'm hearing like there's talk between high level family members and this feeling as well of I'm trapped. I'm not with Charles anymore, but I'm trapped. I will always it's like this um this roof I'm seeing above energetically and that feels like royal family members higher up. It's like once you're in that family, you'll never get out. And she's um. trapped in the darkness of it. Was she engaged? Who was she engaged to when it happened? Didn't they both die in the same car? Yeah, I don't know if they were engaged, were they? I don't know. Oh. But yes. She was the Egyptian um, son of the billionaire, Dodi Fayed. Yeah, so he was Egyptian. So he was kind of representing the East and she was kind of representing the West and they were kind of coming together. I wonder if that was a something that wasn't, that was frowned upon. Probably. <laughs> Anything that's not within. Was she pregnant when she died? Hmm. Don't feel like I'm getting a clear answer. Okay, I feel like asking her to take us to like days before her death and how she feels. Because I think on some level we all know when we're going to die, even if it's unconscious. And I do sense that she felt like darkness looming. And I'm seeing her needing to hide as if she would be like walking through streets or like getting into a car and she's constantly having to hide herself. Feels like she's being attacked from all angles. And again, it's like, like I want to block out the noise because I just feel so overwhelmed, like my head's going to burst. And also the feeling of I don't know if I'll ever be safe again. I don't know if I'll ever feel safe again. It was an interesting time then because she was on, you know, she was a big deal in the paparazzi at this time when she was out of the royal family. She was dating this Egyptian man. And... Um, Every single tabloid had stuff on it. So she, they, she was surrounded by the paparazzi all the time at this time in her life. And it's interesting because I still remember when this happened because I was in Australia. And I think she died on a Sunday or something like that on the weekend. And so all those publications 
were there for an entire week before they could publish the next edition, which was like, oh, Diana, she's gone, and here's her legacy, and we love her. It was all this nasty stuff, oh, and really? these pictures of her with this guy on a cruise ship, or on a yacht or something, because the edition had just come out, so it was like sitting there for a whole week. So it was really interesting, the contrast, and seeing all that sit there um, while the whole world was mourning and grieving. Yeah, and it was interesting for me. I don't know if I'd had a dream about it or something, but when I first heard about it I was driving home in the car from work with a bunch of friends who were like commuting it was on the news and it said and she has died and my first thought was oh it's finally come to pass because I think I remember just thinking they're going to regret the way they're treating her one day if something mm -hmm. happens so I, thought, I don't know if it had that thought or dream or something but that was my very first instinct so it was for the I, I just wonder if it was for the world to like wake us up a little mm. bit about how we treat people yeah was she let's look at that then was she meant to die at this time i don't feel that she was i feel like there is so much more of a life that she could have lived if she were allowed to so interesting that's what my friend was doing really yeah that she was supposed to marry this guy um they were going to bridge the east and the west together and that's going to be great for the world is going to really bridge them together. I just feel so much injustice. Like, I feel so sad for her and her children because I also have this feeling of, like, when she's saying she doesn't know if she'll ever feel safe again, I see that she just wants to, like, run home to her kids and just, like, be with them. And she can't because she feels trapped and it's like, I know I can't get out. I wonder if she felt like she was going to endanger her kids if she did that. No, I sense that she knew her children would always be safe and she still feels like that. I feel really emotional. It's really sad. Um, it's like she knows that they'll be fine. She knows that they're protected, but she's not. Sweet. Yeah. She's like fair game to anyone. And almost to the point where she feels like a martyr. Like I could see her stand up and just like open her arms and just like say, shoot me then. Like take me instead. Mm -hmm. I just feel really sad of how this ends. And even I feel her being like nice to me now. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Oh. Um, so if it, if that wasn't the time that she was supposed to go, what happened? So much of her that doesn't even want to give this topic energy. I, I feel that too. It's like she... Like, I want to ask the questions about her death, and I'm feeling that she does not want me to ask that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I feel. It's just like, what is the point? It's oh, going to yeah. continue to be lied about, and um, it's not her concern. Like, she is so of the light that she didn't deserve this, and she knows that. And she's, like, not accepting of it in that way. She's not saying it's okay that that happened to her. But she's made peace with the fact that it's done, and it, like, we can move around that now is what I'm seeing. And it's like she doesn't want, especially Harry, to keep walking into that wall of, like, it's like keeps meeting, like, a dead end or something. It's like she's like, just go around it. Like, you mean about the story of her death? Like, he keeps hitting that, or what? Yeah. Like, he doesn't feel peace around it, and she wants him to be able to move on past it. Let's see. Yeah, it feels like this giant sinkhole, or, like, a hole in the earth, that he's just staring, looking down into it. And I'd, I'd call that grief. Oh, I see her, like, on the other side of it, just, like, waving. And it's like, I want you to look up and see me there and that you don't that hole can shrink 
grief will always be there. You always miss your parents. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I, she's not in there. She's saying, well, I'm not in there. I'm not in that hole. Is it like he's looking for like answers in there? I, I, I sense that he holds on to a lot of anger and sadness around it. I would think so, because if they're soulmates, they're the same soul group. Yeah. There's a huge attachment there. Yeah. And then I, William, like I said, he just feels more entwined with Charles. And maybe in this life, he doesn't need to be awake to that. He doesn't need to open his eyes. He could. I don't believe that he will. But Harry is just, his eyes are open. And he doesn't know what to do with his eyes being open. Open to what? The truth, his emotions, Mm. his grief. I feel like he can really see how it affected him, especially since he met Megan. And then it makes me wonder what their contract and their connection is because she is, through their relationship, he's having to relive his worst trauma, basically. Mm. Yeah. And he said that, hasn't he? That he, he, he... I think I've seen him say something like he just saw what was happening to her was what was ha- had happened to his yeah. mother. Mm. And that's why he that's interesting. tried to do something and get her out. Basically. So he, he said needed, this? I, I feel like I've seen some clip about yeah. that. So he needed to meet Megan for his eyes to be opened. Right. I feel like he was always kind of suspicious. And I, I sense that's why he went off the rails, <laughs> off the rails in terms of the royal family um just lived a normal life and then something about megan just he opened his eyes it's all i keep hearing open his eyes and diana's really happy that his eyes are open but there's also this feeling that just feeling of compassion towards him from her because it's like the world's against you and she knows that and she's experienced that and it's like she doesn't know how far he'll get on this mission but he's he's done a lot Um, I just wanted to share something that I read in this book called Radical Forgiveness. Do you know this book by Colin Tipping? And he talks about, you know, just lessons in life and how everything's, you know, meant to teach us a lesson. And and when Diana died, because he's British as well, he was like, what's what's the point? You know, why? Because there's yeah these things that happen on on a grander level, like for the world and ones that happen for within a family or for Mm -hmm. one person. And he says, he realized what it was. He said her death was to help, was to open Britain's heart chakra so that they could learn to feel. Does that ring true at all? Yes. And because, like I said, it's like the whole world is mourning. What did I say? It's something about the world. I can't remember. But the whole world's, oh, pauses. The whole world stops. And they feel it. But... I just, I don't fully agree with it because there are so many lies underneath it that, okay, maybe the heart chakra is cracked open like a centimetre, but there's a hundred metres to go kind of thing. That That's the feeling I'm getting, like, because so much is hidden, it's almost a um, contrived, yeah. it's a slightly contrived sadness not that people weren't sad, I'm like so sad, but because of the media and everything, it's like they're made to be sad and like they're made to be sad in a certain way. There's a control placed on mm-hmm. how much the world can feel. Hmm. Do you think that's because the media felt so guilty that they overcompensated by trying to be so praising her and you know acknowledging her contributions after the fact? 
and getting everybody to feel the same way. There probably were those undertones, but my main feeling is that it's from the royal family. The royal family could have led that morning in a completely different way mm. because everyone was looking to them mm. for oh, how will they react? Will the queen be happy? Will she be sad? How are the kids? And even in the Meghan and Harry show, it was like their mum had just died and they were being forced to shake everyone's hands and smile. Mm. They weren't allowed to cry in public, he said. Harry said that? Yeah. Is there like, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss, and he's just shaking everyone's hands. I cannot imagine that. How the fuck do you hold that together? At nine years old or whatever he was. Yeah. It's so bizarre. And I think if the... My feeling is that the royal family, they were the ones setting the tone of the depth of mourning. Interesting. And it skimmed the surface. Does she know how, or does she feel how much um, the world loved her? Like, truly loved her? That doesn't have to do anything with the media? Yeah, I sense that people know. I feel like she's the one member of the royal family that she's almost like nation's sweetheart. And there's no amount of stories that could be spread that would change that because everyone felt her genuine, loving presence. And I don't feel there was ever any doubt about that, no matter what was said. It's interesting because when she started visiting, I don't know if it was orphanages or hospitals with all these like sick kids, like she would hold them on her lap and, and touch them. And everybody's like, you can't touch them. Like, what if you catch something? Oh and gosh. she was always like, I don't care. Like, these kids need to be held. And so she was, I think, really pioneered that um, yeah. because she wanted to do that. That's in, really cool. I didn't in know that. defiance of, of what she was being told mm. to do. Um, what kind of message does she have now for us in the world at this time? I sense that she still holds so much hope in her heart for everyone. She never let the darkness get to her or swallow her. Even though she faced so much, she's just still a beacon of light. I see her smiling, really happy. It's strange, it, it feels like she's not even showing me the royal family. It's like I kind of want her to say something about the future of it or what she her opinion is, but she just feels so done with it. I feel more like she would have a message for like the world. Okay. Like what would she, if she could give us advice, what would she say? She just keeps saying love, love, love. Yeah, that's what I would guess. Just love each other. Love each other, love one another. It's the image of a woman who's just beaming, smiling, you're like full of so much love, you're so happy, it's like you're spinning around in a lavender field or something. It's that kind of joy. Yes. Pure bliss, joy and love. Is there um, anything else she wants to tell us? Okay, any final things you'd like to share? Or what she's most proud of in her life? She's saying she tried her best to radiate that to the end. I feel like she was dampened a bit towards the end especially but she's proud of how hard she tried to remain her authentic self and shine that light that she was here to shine feels like a pretty successful earth mission even if it was cut short she accomplished a lot in it in yeah. a short time i mean she was only yeah. 36 years old when she died mm -hmm. yeah has she incarnated in again interesting I'm like moving forward on a timeline I'm like seeing numbers very soon but something about 2004 stands out to me that feels very soon though sometimes they come yeah. back right away and the Indian yeah the Indian gurus are like show up again in three months later the Dalai Lamas 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she might be here now, having been born maybe again in 2004. Yeah, potentially. She feels like a very speedy soul because she's not bogged down by the weight of earthly reality. So it's like she didn't actually need that much time to recuperate and recover because only so much damage got to her. Is this one of those rest lives or is this going to be another important life? Mm. I'm hearing like I'm off to spread love somewhere else. Who was born in 2004? (laughs) Rest life or big life? I can't gauge that, to be honest. Maybe that's because nothing to her feels... There's no difference to her. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just all about love. And maybe it will be sharing love with what just to get to one person who really needs it. Or it may be the whole world. That'd be a lot to do back to back. Yeah, I would. (laughs) I guess she's going to be in like some small town somewhere. Okay, anything else? No, I feel like she's said her piece. Thank you so much, Diana. Yeah, thank Thank you. Thank you, Diana. It was lovely to meet you. Yeah. What do you guys think? It's another one of my favorites. Yeah. It's because it's Diana. I figured, you know, it's going to be very bright and and her energy is always just like you can't really deny it. You just. Every picture, every. She just glows of light. That's why when I see videos of her, I'm like, are you real? Is this fake? But it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. It's interesting. I I find how uh, we become so kind of shy or deferential around like a spirit. You know, it's like, I don't think they wanted to, oh, we better not ask about this. Like, (laughs) they probably don't want, you know, don't want to piss them off or whatever. I find that really funny. They'll just say no or they won't say anything. Yeah. It is really interesting to see where that royal family's going to go. And like, even with, I, I think it'd be tough being William. Be really tough being. Hundred percent. Yeah, William's got to grow up fast. But I think he had a very tight relationship with her too, because I believe I, I think so too. that he woke up in the night that night when she died and couldn't go back to sleep and like felt it intuitively. Wow. That something had happened to his mother. Yeah. Anyways, well, thank you everybody for listening. If you have any questions, just feel free to put them in the comments. Um, we'd love to hear what you thought about this one, and we look forward to. Our next episode, whatever it may be. And thank you so much for watching. Thank you.